Boy, do I have a filing. One that'll really put everything in perspective. The culmination of all my work over the past couple of years. And what it is, it's an affidavit, declaration of truth, and a declaration of crime to declare the actions of Lafayette County unconstitutional. In particular, the actions of the Lafayette County Sheriff Joey East. I, Matthew Oliver Reardon, the undersigned, make this affidavit slash declaration of truth of my own free will and I hereby affirm, declare, and swear under my oath and under the pains and penalties of perjury under the laws of the United States of America and of the state of Mississippi that I am of legal age and I hereby attest that the statements, averments, and information contained in this affidavit slash declaration are true and correct to the best of my knowledge. This affidavit declaration of truth is a lawful notification to you and is hereby made and sent to you pursuant to the federal constitution, specifically the Bill of Rights, Amendments 1, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10, and 14. This affidavit attests to numerous violations of the Bill of Rights detailed in Article 3 of the Mississippi Constitution and specific sections 11, 12, 13, 14, 17, 23, 24, 25, 26, and 26A. This affidavit declaration of truth requires your written rebuttal to me in kind, specific to each and every point of the subject matter stated herein within 15 days via your own sworn and notarized affidavit using true fact, valid law, and evidence supporting your rebuttal to the specific subject matter stated in this affidavit slash declaration. You are hereby noticed that your failure to respond as stipulated and rebut with particularity. Anything with which you disagree in this affidavit slash declaration is your lawful, legal, and binding tacit agreement and admission to the fact that everything in this affidavit and declaration are true, correct, legal, lawful, and fully binding upon you in any court in America without your protest or objection and that of those who represent you. Number one, acts committed by you, Joseph East, acting as sheriff of Lafayette County, Mississippi, either support and uphold the Constitution national and state, or oppose and violate them. Number two, you have taken an oath to support and uphold the national and state constitutions and are constitutionally mandated to abide by that oath in the performance of your official duties. Number three, you have no constitutional authority or any other form of valid lawful authority to oppose and violate the very documents to which you swore or affirmed your oath and under which you were delegated by the people the limited authority to conduct the duties of your office. Number four, the above three positions are true, factual, lawful, and constitutionally ordained. Number five, through this affidavit declaration of truth, 
You are hereby noticed of your alleged violations of the below-mentioned sections of the Mississippi Constitution, along with supporting facts to corroborate the claims that are being made. You, Joseph B. East, acting as sheriff, swore an oath to uphold and support the Constitution of the United States of America and of the state of Mississippi. Pursuant to your oath, you are required to abide by that oath in the performance of your official duties. You have no constitutional or other valid authority to defy the constitutions to which you owe your limited authority, delegated to you by and through the people, and to which you swore your oath, yet by your actions against the people, you have violated those oaths and engaged in myriad instances of incompetence, negligence, dereliction of duty, malfeasance, sedition, insurrection, treason, and criminal unconstitutional behavior, rendering you unfit to hold public office. However, despite the above stated factual lawful positions, your unconstitutional actions, as described throughout this affidavit declaration of truth, clearly demonstrate how you have violated all of the above lawful positions, the constitutions, your oath of office, acted against the public good by knowingly and willfully violating the public trust and committing sedition and insurrection. Pursuant to your unlawful, unconstitutional actions, you have invoked the self-executing sections 3 and 4 of the 14th Amendment to the National Constitution, thereby have lawfully vacated your office and forfeited all benefits thereof, including salary and pension. Please note that as stated above and below, if you fail to specifically rebut, in kind, any of the charges, claims, and positions set forth in this affidavit declaration of truth, then you tactically admit to them, and these admissions will be lawfully used against you. The following paragraphs and others throughout this affidavit declaration of truth describe some of your unlawful, unconstitutional actions which have harmed myself and others. Based upon a report created on May 30th, 2017, it was stated that on May 24th, 2017, Jared Bundren, an investigator with Lafayette County Sheriff's Department, received a phone call stating that I, Matthew Reardon, was making threats towards an individual by the name of Todd Lynch. A client has effortlessly made the claim that this entire fiasco amounted to a crime alleged that was never truly committed in order to suppress and prevent an outspoken conservative Second Amendment activist from speaking at a public forum which he was slotted in advance to speak at on June 6, 2017. That day just so happened to be election day for Robin Tannehill, completely violating the constitutional rights of another by way of a knowingly false charge which led to false imprisonment was not enough for Lafayette County officials as they deprived nearly all procedural due process rights which all accused are to be afforded 
in order to contrive a conviction stemming from intimidation and fear, not facts and evidence. A fiant was held, illegally confined in the Lafayette County Detention Center from the time of his arrest, May 26, 2017, until we received an initial bond hearing on May 30, 2017. This amounted to nearly 96 hours before a fiant was brought before a judge, twice the maximum length allowable under the Mississippi Rules of Criminal Procedure, which had recently been updated prior to a fiant's arrest and incarceration to follow. MRCP Rule 5.1 B3 states if a person is taken into custody, that person shall be taken without unnecessary delay, in no event later than 48 hours after his arrest, before a judge who shall proceed with an initial appearance. If the person arrested is not taken before a judge within 48 hours, the person detained shall be released on execution of an appearance bond in the minimum amount set pursuant to Rule 8 and directed to appear at a specified time and place. B. A client tried to assert his complete innocence through a bill of sale proving not only that it was an impossibility for him to have committed the crime charged, but that in fact no crime was ever committed. Judge Carolyn Bell cut a fine off from speaking on two separate occasions, stating he had the right to remain silent just prior to setting a completely outrageous appearance bond. C. Judge Bell never cared to advise me that I had the right to a preliminary hearing. MRCP 8.1 list a table recently updated approximately a month prior showing ranges for types of crimes. D. A crime receiving a maximum incarceration of 10 years should receive a $5,000 to $50,000 appearance bond. A fiance alleged crime received a maximum of 5 years incarceration, yet was set at $150,000. Due to it already going well above and beyond 48 hours before a fiance was afforded an initial hearing, Judge Bell was obligated to issuing an appearance bond of $5,000 or releasing a fiance on his personal recognizance. E. A fiance makes claims of improper influence being the key factor in what had occurred and that this move had likely been decided upon just prior to the initial hearing commencing. A fiant reasserts his claims of needing to get his daughter out of an ill-brought, fraudulent, and deceptive chancery court matter which just so happened to be coincidentally piled on at the same time to further stack the deck. Upon pleading out following extended mental torture, Lafayette County officials insisted on a banishment being a stipulation in order to get rid of their problem and source of liability for at least the newly elected mayor's first term, including fully disarming him and insisting upon the signing of a covenant to not sue. Lafayette County and Oxford employees, officials, sheriff's department, and the lynches, however, Exculpatory evidence of innocence existed all along and that a preliminary hearing was never afforded. Bond was set disproportionately and unconstitutionally high in a clear violation of the Eighth Amendment of the Federal Constitution as the bond set at $150,000 was three times higher than the established guidelines stated even for an alleged crime that could see twice the potential length of incarceration if found guilty. A motion for habeas corpus seeking bail reduction 
was filed June 5, 2017, alleging the client was illegally confined and restrained of Liberty in Lafayette County Detention Center with bail in the amount of $150,000 and that confinement was illegal because bail was excessive, oppressive, and beyond the financial means of a client or his family and loved ones. This habeas corpus petition placed Lafayette County on notice of violations of the 8th and 14th Amendments to the United States Constitution and 26 and 29 of the Mississippi Constitution at that time. At the bare minimum, this motion commanded that the, the Sheriff of Lafayette County produce the affiant and show good cause why he should not be discharged from illegal confinement immediately or have his bond reduced to a constitutional amount. The habeas corpus was approved to proceed in form of paupers on June 7, 2017. However, the approved petition was never proceeded upon and coincidentally, a client was never even informed that this petition was filed on his behalf, much less approved. Approximately two months after plea was entered, a psychologist in Tupelo, whom was the referring Dr. Fayette County Chancery Court, notated coercion on his report as the chief reason for such plea. In the following months and years, upon the discovery of additional facts and evidence, Lafayette County, primarily through its most recent sheriff, Joseph East, has refused to provide equal protections under its laws and stands accused of continued intentional deprivation of the affiant civil rights and in a continued insistence on covering its tracks and shifting guilt with the help of malicious prosecution and preferential prosecution through the knowing introduction and use of perjurious testimony in order to contrive another highly immoral, unlawful, and unconstitutional conviction. Through a plethora of discovered evidence that has surfaced, it would more than appear that East has had direct involvement in all that's transpired dating back to May of 2017, while under his prior command and title of Chief of Police for Oxford Police Department. Affiant states he had no prior run-ins nor issues with East prior to his return to Oxford in 2020, and that evidence now demonstrates an ill intent and foul play clearly demonstrated by East and directed at the affiant unbeknownst at the time to him. Affiant awaits his guilty plea being declared involuntary due to a complete denial of his procedural due process rights guaranteed by the United States and state of Mississippi constitutions. Affiant claims this deprivation of rights due to all accused in combination with the coercion tactics places Lafayette County and its officials in direct violation of state and federal law, making his plea involuntary and void and a violation of state law, which the state and county should never have been allowed to be in receipt of in the first place. That on July 7, 2020, Affiant filed his post-conviction relief in Lafayette County Circuit Court 
seeking complete reversal of his plea based on stated violations he became aware of. On July 30th, 2020, Circuit Court Judge Kelly Luther denied a fiance motion for relief, which was brought with merit in good timing and in the correct court and jurisdiction. Affiant alleges that his post-conviction relief motion was prejudicially denied with biasness and favorability shown to the respondent as the grounds on which post-conviction relief was brought along with the alleged fraud conducted by the state and Lafayette County not only warranted but turned highly prejudicial against the affiant when county officials contrived a fraudulent conviction in 2017 and beyond negligent and in fact injurious upon the affiant when Lafayette County Circuit Court refused to hold an evidentiary hearing or look at any facts stated when constitutional rights violations through complete procedural due process rights were alleged amounted to even more deprivation and even what now is alleged as a complete chilling of constitutional rights of all citizens due to complete refusal of equal protections of the law. Up until 8-12-2020, the assigned judge on the post-conviction relief was Judge Kim Smith. However, Judge John Kelly Luther continued showing an interest in affiance matters by way of coming in to deny each motion submitted despite the assignment of case belonging to Kim Smith. Affiant filed a motion for recusal on August 12, 2020, and upon submission of this motion, the official record was altered to then reflect John Kelly Luther as the assigned judge. This was certainly a rather large cause for concern. Between July 2021 and August 2021, I, Matthew Oliver Reardon, had obtained press credentials, further providing official notice that I was a recognized and credentialed reporter, photographer, slash journalist, as a member in good standing with the Constitution First Amendment Press Association for independent work in journalism and reporting. It was around this time that Lafayette County officials appeared as if their authority had been challenged. However, it begins to become clear that a clear abuse of power by local government officials would be the culprit. A simple, basic understanding and knowledge of our constitutional rights yields the fundamental right to petition the government for redress is and always has been inherently vested in and derived from the people. All government or right originates with the people, is founded upon their will only, and is instituted solely for the good of the whole. Furthermore, the people of this state have the inherent, sole, and exclusive right to regulate the internal government and police thereof. This is a guaranteed right of all citizens of the state under Article 3, Section 6, yet another basic right requiring no credentials. On November 4, 2021, Affiant went to trial for nine separate charges placed against him by Lafayette County Sheriff's Department and his ex, Phyllis Liz Crowder. Two of the nine charges came from a situation resulting in an alleged disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. December 27, 2020, an email was sent to Sheriff East with criminal conspiracy in the subject line, reporting alleged crimes involving the harboring and exploitation of a fiance firstborn child, L.E.R., which was opened approximately two hours later by the Sheriff. 
An investigation and assistance in stopping it was requested, yet no response came from Sheriff East, and this is the sole reason that brought a fine to the Sheriff's Department, seeking assistance of the Sheriff due to the alleged crimes continuing to be committed. Affiant claims the complaints alleged were ill-brought, retaliatory, and relied upon mob domination and the knowing use and introduction of perjured testimony by Lafayette County Sheriff's Department, in particular Deputies Dixon and Tidwell, and that both perjurious and defamatory statements were given under oath by the Lafayette County Sheriff Joey East. Affiant attests that a sloppy, inconsistent investigation attributed to three of the nine charges alleged by deputies Beavers and Williford, and that evidence was never properly preserved by the Lafayette County Sheriff's Department for the purposes of trial. On December 3rd, 2021, Affiant filed a cover page in motion seeking complete dismissal of conviction rendered and citing well-cited and established federal and state law supporting his position that his due process rights had again been violated by the county and that the new convictions must be set aside. On December 6, 2021, Affiant had discovered that the assigned judge, Kent Smith, had once again been changed in the system to reflect John Kelly Luther. In a non-threatening, non-accusatory way, Affiant simply tried to get an understanding of where or who could be responsible for this important record supposedly randomly assigned via algorithm changing. Circuit Court Clerk Jeff Busby got highly defensive and advised China Cenervo to not answer any of Affiant's questions when Affiant was simply fulfilling his civil duty and petitioning the government for redress of a major grievance. At this time, Busby gets on the cell phone and presumably contacts Sheriff Joey East, who within approximately five minutes' time is captured on video pulling up, getting out of his car, and telling Affiant to not go back into circuit court unless he had something to file because he was disturbing their business. The following day, December 7, 2021, East reported to Communicare employee Rachel Alcorn knowingly false and damning statements in order to get Communicare to seek judicial commitment of Affiant based on the lies given. The affidavit is approved and signed off by Judge Lawrence Little. And immediately after, two deputies go on the hunt to find and take the Affiant into custody on the newly signed writ. This happened shortly after as Affiant, his wife and stepdaughter arrive home and is captured on video. Affiant states the judicial commitment was fraudulent, stemmed from false information reported by the Lafayette County Sheriff's Department, in particular its sheriff, Joey East, in order to cover up a matter of concern which Affiant was seeking answers to, and that this particularly filed matter in circuit court is a matter of interest to the Lafayette County Sheriff, adding motive behind the highly immoral move involving the communication of lies to Alcorn. This was a dangerous attack on the freedoms and liberties of a private citizen and a member of the press during the commission of constitutionally protected activity. Sheriff Joseph B. East, you are alleged to be in violation of your oath of office, the national and state constitutions, and in clear violation of the following laws and statutes. Number one, 
Section 802 of the Patriot Act, which clearly defines a domestic terrorist. Two, Title IV, U.S. Code 101, oath by members of legislatures and officers. Three, 18, U.S. Code 241, conspiracy against rights. Four, 18, U.S. Code 242, deprivation of rights under color of law. 5. 18 U.S. Code 1038. False information and hoaxes. 6. 18 U.S. Code 1001. Statements or entries generally. 7. 18 U.S. Code 1503. Influencing or injuring officer or juror generally. 8. 18 U.S. Code 1512B engages in misleading conduct. 9. 18 U.S. Code 2071, concealment, removal, or mutilation generally. 10. 26 U.S. Code 7214, offenses by officers and employees of the United States. 11. 42 U.S. Code 1983, civil rights action for deprivation of rights 12 42 u.s code 1985 conspiracy to interfere with civil rights 13 42 u.s code 2000 a civil rights act of 1871 14 42 u.s code 1986 action for neglect to prevent Section 802 of the USA Patriot Act expanded the definition of terrorism to cover domestic as opposed to international terrorism. A person engages in domestic terrorism if they do an act dangerous to human life that is a violation of the criminal laws of a state and or of the United States. If the act appears to be intended to intimidate, coerce a civilian population, or number two, influence the policy of a government by intimidation or coercion. Lastly, current policing, fining, arrest, and harassment throughout Lafayette County, Mississippi is in violation of not only the First Amendment, abridging the right of the people to peacefully assemble, but more narrowly, Title 18, U.S. Code 242 deprivation of rights under color of law whoever under color of any law statute ordinance regulation or custom willfully subjects any person in any state territory commonwealth possession or district to the deprivation of any rights privileges immunities secured or protected by the constitution or laws of the united states or to different punishments pains or penalties on account of such person being an alien or by reason of his color or race then are prescribed for the punishment of citizens shall be fined under this title or in prison for not more than one year or both if bodily injury results from the acts committed in violation of this section or if such acts include the use, attempted use, a threatened use of a dangerous weapon, explosives or fire title or imprisoned for not more than 10 years or both. 
and if death results from the acts committed in violation of this section, or if such acts includes kidnapping or an attempt to kidnap, aggravated sexual abuse, or an attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse, or an attempt to kill, shall be fined under this title, or imprisoned for a term of years or for life, or both, or may be sentenced to death. Due to your unconstitutional actions and draconian measures, as described throughout this affidavit and declaration, you have invoked the reference sections three and four of the 14th Amendment. As such, you have lawfully vacated your office and forfeited all benefits thereof, including salary and pension. Lawful notification has been provided to you, stating if you do not rebut the statements, charges, and averments made in this affidavit declaration, then you tacitly agree with and admit to them, pursuant to that lawful notification, if you disagree with anything stated under oath in this affidavit declaration of truth, then rebut to me that with which you disagree, with particularity, within 15 days receipt thereof, by means your own written, notarized affidavit of truth, based on specific, true, relevant fact, and valid law to support your disagreement, attesting to your rebuttal and supportive positions as valid and lawful under the pains and penalties of perjury under the laws of the United States of America and the state of Mississippi. An unrebutted affidavit stands as truth and fact before any court. Your failure to respond as stipulated is your tacit agreement with and admission to the fact that everything in this affidavit declaration of truth is true, correct, legal, lawful, and is your irrevocable admission attesting to this, fully binding upon you in any court of America without your protest, objection, and that of those who represent you. This affidavit stands as notice of pending litigation as such will be forwarded to the Office of the Attorney General to provide such notice of intent. This affidavit and your response or lack thereof will accompany the federal complaint, which will be filed 15 days from today. A it further saith not. All rights reserved. Signed, January 3rd, Matthew Oliver Reardon. A declarant and the Oxford Outlaw.